Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready and Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is June 17th. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Reddy and MPC has been conducting conference call from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please let our team know that you're a newcomer and put your camera on. Hello, sir. Thank you. Uh, my, uh, I'm, I filed my green card in EAD, EAD, EB2, and my priority date is Jan 1, 2015. So they're mm-hmm. planning to file for EAD next month. And I got my I-140 approved way back in 2015. But uh, there are high chances that I might lose my job in next three months. So what I would like to know is if my application is sent to USCIS and if I lose my job and if I move to another what employer. Is, what, what is your priority date, you said? Jan 1, 2015. Jan 1, 2015. Jan 1, 2015 is not current next month, though. No, for date of filing chart, sir. EB2. Uh, yeah. If your priority date is Jan 1, 2015, it's not current. If it is December 31st, 2014, it's current. So whatever the date they tell you, it has to be one day before that date. Got it. Got it. Okay. That's a number one problem. Number okay. two prob number two problem is USCIS is only accepting the final action dates. They're not accepting the filing dates for the month of July. Got it. Okay. Okay. And so, let's get to your point. So fundamentally, mm-hmm. everything what you're telling is doesn't sound good to me. But however, yeah. if by any chance let's say if it becomes current in August and you file the adjustment of status in August though. Mm-hmm. And if you lose the job within after you file the 485, mm-hmm. um, normally what I tell people is that you can count yourself that you did not file the 485 and mm-hmm. go on doing your business just like that. If they approve the green card, they, they can approve the green card. If they don't though, then... Uh, then you will have to get another labor certification, file a 485 and do it. So I am back okay. to square one uh, is what you're trying to tell. There are, if I'm lucky, well, I might. Yeah, you, you actually there is a 40% chance you may get the green card. I would recommend to consult a lawyer after that though. Okay. okay. Because there are still ways to get around it, but it's not a nice ways though. I would not rely on them. I would God. have a substitute move to a different company, file a labor certification, file an I-140, I'll try to go with that part. Okay, but I will not withdraw the 485 if I was your lawyer. 
Got it. What I'm trying to ask you is, if it is after six months, then I can do AC twenty one. Then we after... know we know we know we know after the six months rule. If it's within six months, is what we what I whatever I spoke is applicable. Next person, please. Thank you. Thank you, sir. I see. Hi. So my question is uh, to file I four eighty five J. Is USCIS still accepting the scanned uh, signatures from the employer, or does it? You are absolutely be... right. They are accepting the scanned signatures right now on everything, not just four eighty five J, but everything they are accepting. Perfect. Thank you. Next person, please. Shiva. Hi. Yeah. Um, hi, Rahul. So, just a quick question. Um, <clears throat> so, my uh, previous employer, uh, I have my EB2 approved with my previous employer, and now became current. But uh, they downgraded me to EB3, and then uh, I changed my employer. So, obviously, my current employer just ported that uh, with AC21 and. Uh, yeah, current, my current employer, I only have like EB3 with AC2114. Got it. I know what you're speaking by. I understand where your problem is. You are thinking right. you're stuck in EB3, okay? Right. So, yeah, currently, I don't know. It's a good idea. Of course, I uh, um, think last time you told me to start in a fresh EB2 with the current employer so that you have that, that also, right? So um, my, one more question is, let's say if I uh, switch to a different company, C, like another one, can the new company take over the existing EB3 with AC21 and, and do a fresh EB2? Can they do both at the same time? Yeah, of course they can. Okay. Of course they can. I also want you to watch the video that we did this Tuesday about this particular topic, at least for the first 20 minutes. Sure. We have tried some experiments where with the company C, we have used we have used the company A's EB2 approval in filing the 485J supplement though. Uh, we haven't okay. yet got a success in that thing though, but I want you to keep watching our videos every Tuesday. Sure, def definitely, Rahul. Yeah. You see, you see, you see. You, yeah, you, you understand the problem, right? You are yes, yes, stuck sir. in EB three. We are trying to move to EB two without the cooperation of EB the company A, and we tried it. We are not sure whether we are successful. Watch the video what we did and keep watching the YouTube. We don't have an update. We'll update you. Sure. Next question. Ramya Das. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for taking my call. So uh, I have applied EB2 uh, and my date is current uh, mm -hmm. and my fingerprints has, al has also been taken. Uh, I'm also on H1B and uh, my H1B expires on uh, February. Uh, both my uh, H1B LCA and the POM was applied as a senior application developer, but I have recently promoted to manager. So do shall I apply for a uh, amendment for H1? Uh, if I do that, will it affect my current green card, which I'm, I'm hoping to get it in next two, three months? Will it affect uh, considering that? Uh, no, I, it should not affect. When it comes to the material change in the job duties of the H1B though, as compared mm -hmm. to the material change in the, as compared to the change in the roles of the job duties of the green card, USCIS is very flexible in the green card though, okay? 
They okay. may or may not be that flexible in the H-1B. So if you file an amendment, though, uh, the likelihood that you would get into trouble for the 485 is less than one in 1,000. Next okay. person, please. Thank you. Well, whenever you use the word manager, though, I always want to put a software title to it. Because when you say manager, I don't know whether you're a restaurant manager, whether you are a cleaning manager or a software manager. You definitely are a software manager. So you need to put that software or IT or something like that down, uh, somewhere in your title. Next person, go ahead. Hello, Rahul. Yeah, this is Faroki. So my wife's H4 EAD um, is expiring next month, July 27, and her I-94 as well after 10 days. So um, mm -hmm. we the border yesterday, Laredo, Texas, to land, uh, to get yeah, to land and re-enter. I had my I-797 approval until 2025, and they did not do the I-94 update. Um, and now the problem is she's a resident doctor in Dallas, and her job is coming. I mean, it's a issue for her job. We now. All, uh, I don't know where the group has been formed, some WhatsApp group, and those groups have been formed in Laredo. And they started attacking this Laredo there to do the land border thing. And they, I, we advise people not to go through the land, though. Uh, if you fly, she has a chance. But my only problem right now with the flying is she need a visa to go to Mexico. Yeah, the problem is she said a visa is also expired. The U.S. Yeah, visa. she need a visa to, yeah, she, yeah. Only flying will work. Driving will not work. Especially Laredo will not work. It worked for a couple of people and they, and the entire WhatsApp or Telegram group has been formed and they're not doing it anymore. So the only hope is fly. Or you go and get the stamp yeah, in so India I, and, and hit for. Yeah, I think that's not possible because we don't have that much time, right? Uh, the problem is her U.S. visa is also expired. So her I-797 is still valid. Can she come back to U.S. Uh, after Mexico? Like re-entering from Mexico? While flying, yeah, she has a nine. She has a nine ninety four. But the only problem is that Mexico is wanting to have a visa. Mexico country wanting to have a visa. Next, you need to work on that though. And if you work on that, you can fly to Mexico and come back. Next person, please watch the video of one hundred and eighty days. Thank you. Uh, can you give him the video, Gayatri? Sure. Next person, please. Rama. So you mean? Watch the Hello. video, I, I tell you. Don't sure, don't sure. drive. Sure. We, we told you driving doesn't work, okay? Watch the video. Next person. Hi, Rahul. Yeah, hi, Rahul. Good afternoon. Um, so my priority date is June 12, 2013, and uh, I have an approved I-140 in EB2, right? And uh, we downgraded the uh, to EB3 in 2020 and applied the I-485, right? And also we got EAD. So now, mm -hmm. um, uh, and we, I'm with the same employer, no changes, and I have both I-140 approved in EB2 and EB3 as well. So recently, a few days back, I got my GC approved in EB2. And we did not file any interfiling or anything like that. So I'm kind of surprised. They, <laughs> the USCIS, so, we, have, we have inquired with USCIS. They are telling us they have a right to go to your EB2, since the job offer is the same, they have a right to approve your green card. Now, I don't want you to do any fuss right now and do anything and just shut up and do nothing. Sorry to say the word, but 
you're good <laughs> okay that okay. i'm not sure whether i should be happy or you know worried about you should it. be happy <laughs> open the open the champagne please for me perfect thank you very much i appreciate it next person please sonali Uh, hello sir um i am a recent graduate in physics and i'm currently on my 90 days of unemployment out of which only 40 are left and i'm not able to find job in my field however i'm getting jobs in other field which for which i'm taking help of some consultancy my dear sir says that we have to stick to our field for job physics, otherwise physics we'll... itself yeah. since you are in the opt period even if you get any training or you get some internships without pay that will be allowed it doesn't have to be with pay though yes i'm trying for that as well but uh, i'm getting related to engineering and i even though my basic my undergrad degree is in engineering but my graduate studies in us is not related to that and neither of my course work yeah, relates to you will yeah you may want to enroll in the university again if you want to stay in this country because if you go to engineering which is not related to physics though uh that may be violation though it has to be related to physics oh, okay okay so i have one course in data science so can i opt for some job related to that no if you have just one let's say for example you take one course like for example spanish or something like that can you mm-hmm. go for spanish no it has to be the degree though the overall degree will be counted okay okay so the volunteer work will only be the option for me at this point that's right ma'am yes ma'am you may want to consider i mean if if the demand for that particular thing is not there you may want to think about studying again to the one that, which has a demand okay i'm sorry but uh you can always come back to physics later on which is the which is considered as a god of science of course is right uh uh but yeah you know demand is not there for it as computer science next person please uh, yeah uh, so hey i have a question uh, so it's regarding my wife uh, so i am actually on an h1b visa and working in us my wife she actually is planning to like study um, her masters uh, from this fall now the issue is that she already had a tourist visa so she was visiting me for a couple of months and now what we are planning is that she'll go back and she'll apply for f1 visa and we read few blogs which says that probably the visa officer might reject saying that you should apply for an h visa and then study the dependent but we want don't want to do that because in that case her file will be tied to me so uh, like do you have any recommendation for this like so, so what, you are in h1b right now is right i i am on h1b right i am working on an h1b and you are married with this girl or are you engaged with this girl no i'm married like we got married in april this i don't i don't understand why people prefer f1 over h4 though i just can't uh-huh. understand it though in h4 they get a lesser fees and a lot of different things are there i don't understand uh, but so yeah if she goes uh, to... like for college uh, assistantships and everything h people don't get it by this in f1 yeah, but can... if you file an if you file an i140 approval you kill yeah. two birds with one bullet that's correct 
it takes a longer time so we we basically opted for this route so that's why okay so if she if she goes for f1 visa though if she gets yeah. f she can apply the change of status here itself in the united states if she wants to okay that's um, but option. i guess the second up that, that takes longer right that take, right now they said they are going to introduce premium processing soon on f1 visa by end of september that's one thing that she can do the other thing is that she can go to india get the f1 stamping and come back if by any chance she gets f1 rejection you can always yeah. she can always apply for h4 and come back in h4 i see i see uh, okay i mean but but like from your experience do you think there should be any risk involved with f1 rejection in this case or is just like rumors there is risk involved because in f1 visa she has to prove to the satisfaction of the consulate that right. after completing her education she is going to go back to india that's what she is supposed to do now right. normally you may hear in the movies that you are innocent until proven guilty that is the normal thing is right but when it okay. comes to the immigration non immigrant intent though you are guilty until proven innocent it is your burden to prove it so that extra burden is there in f1 but when it comes to the h4 though it's a dual intent visa they don't have to prove anything all they need to prove is that you have a job she is genuinely married with you that's all she needs to prove and that's the reason why h4 approvals are plenty i mean very rarely you get to see h4 denials f1 rejections are very plenty so yeah she can try f1 if it fails she can always apply for h4 but make sure okay. in the f1 she mentions that her husband is there in united states okay if she doesn't yeah. mention that will be considered misrepresentation next person nice. please vinila hi uh, good evening so i am currently on stem opt and it is going to expire on uh, 24 and i am right now working for two employers so my first employer is not allowing me to continue to work with them on a cap cap uh, because uh, there won't be any visibility for them so i wanted to check if day one cpt is an option for me right now if i can work for two employers on uh, day one cpt we do not recommend day one cpts ma'am uh, we okay. consider day one cpts as illegal and they are not legal at all under all circumstances you are coming all the way you have two jobs you have h1b selected right now i definitely don't want you to go to cpt it's an option but that's an illegal option according to us okay okay so okay yeah i uh, yeah i wouldn't take that option but i just want to know like if it is allowed or not on like even like one of my friends Check. is looking yeah, yeah. as i said in, in we cannot endorse support devon cpts that's one policy that we have because i don't know if you ever ever heard of university of northern new jersey did you ever hear about that uh, did you ever hear about farmington university what these universities are called as sting operations you know what a sting operation is the police officer will pretend he is selling some marijuana or some drugs okay he pretends he is a marijuana dealer you buy marijuana or those what heroin or whatever those things they'll handcuff mm-hmm. you and put you in jail right mm-hmm. do you think so that these police officers will do the same thing by selling a coca cola or pepsi are offering you saying and the street they say hey you want pepsi or you want coca cola pay me 1 dollar and they will arrest you no that should be a clean signal for you that day one cpt is illegal 
you're in a good position right now. Everything is going good for you. Perfect. I wouldn't recommend you at all for day one CPT. Next person, please. Uh, I just have like exactly. one. Go ahead. Go ahead, Vanilla. So like if I go with cap up option, so can I work between the time I, uh, like USCIS receives my petition and then I receive the receipt from USCIS. For example, if it is after my EAD, I receive the receipt from USCIS. Between that uh, days, like can I work? You can work, ma'am. I don't see any problem. Okay. okay. Next person. Yes, try to file ASAP, the h one I don't know why you're delaying it. Next person, please. Prashant? Yes, Mr. Rahul, this is Prashant. Um, so this question is for my wife. Uh, she's currently on H-1B visa and she would like to move to H-4 and get EAD. I have uh, my approved 140. Um, actually, I'm changing my job. Uh, I'm changing my job in like a couple of weeks. They've already started filing my, like the labor and like they're going to do my I-765. So we are thinking like uh, I would uh, do her H-4 application together. Uh, but like we just wanted to understand like what is the best way to minimize the employment gap because she has to come from H-4 and to go to all the way to H-4. And then the H-4 EAD takes a lot of time, right? So like we just wanted to understand what is the best way to move to H-4 first just to minimize all, the employment gap. First of all, try to file the H-4 plus EAD along with the change of the employer in premium processing. That's the number one mm -hmm. step. Now, sure. once she files the H-4 plus EAD, she can continue mm -hmm. working for the H-1P. Mm -hmm. Okay. okay. Uh, but as such, right now, there is no mechanism that I can give it to you which can expedite the H-4 EAD. We used to have a court litigation that's not working anymore. But right mm -hmm. now, nothing is there. No provisions are there. Once she gets the H-4 EAD, though, the second extension, we have a lot of tricks and trades where you can bypass the regular thing and get the H4 extension and the EAD extension. But for the first one, we don't have any tricks and trades. Okay, uh, okay. so what is the time? Like, what is the approximate timeline? To Anywhere between two, two months to 10 months is a timeline we give. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Next uh, person, so can, can, so, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Prashant. Let him on, Prashant. Yeah, can it happen that like uh, her H4 is approved and her H4 EAD is like not approved and like what, she's on less, employment? Less than 2% of, of the chance. Next person. Oh, please. okay. Okay. Thank Chetan. you. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, actually, I had a similar question to previously. I am on EB1B. Uh, just did the biometrics a uh, few days ago, but there is a chance that I might lose my job in the next two months. Uh, my 180 days would be in November 9th. So um, how, what steps should I take to kind of maintain the 485 just in case? Uh, can you find another job? I can find another, another job, yes. But uh, I don't want you to file the 485J supplement though. Okay. Okay. That's mm -hmm. the number one. Number two is can you find a third job also here is the reason i tell you okay chetan okay mm -hmm. first first i don't want you to file a 485j supplement second is that 
when the new company, when if there is an RFP though, you're working with this company B. When company B files a 485J supplement though, you know, when the USCIS issues an RFP, if they issue an RFP, if they don't issue an RFP, you get the green card, you're good to go, okay? Okay, good. Now, if they yeah. issue an RFE, typically 90% of the time, they will ask you, are you still working for the same company or have you moved to a different company? Now, when you file a 485J supplement with this company B, then you're going to say that you're working with this company B from September, let's say, for example, of 2022. That means that you left the company within six months. Is that right? RFE may come in 2022, it may come in 2023. But if you move to company C, you work for company B until mm -hmm. December. In January, you move to company C. When company C files a 485J supplement, they're going to say you're working from, from January of 2023. Is that right? Mm -hmm. then, the, then the USCIS got tricked into, they don't know when you left the current company. They think that you left on January 1st. You getting it? Okay. Okay. It's a little bit tricky, but if you want so, to, you may want to have I, a consultation. Though. So my 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 employer will most likely not withdraw the I one forty. Irrespective of whether you're even okay. if they don't withdraw it, USCIS may issue an RFE. Uh, the percentage of chance is about twenty five to maybe about thirty to forty percent chance that they will issue an RFE. They issue an RFE just in case though that you're working with the company or not. Even though they okay. have filed the 485J while filing 485. You are absolutely right. You're okay. absolutely right. We get a lot of RFEs. But see, when we get an RFE for 485J, we tell people go buy the champagne. Okay. Okay. And Not in your case, though. Not in your case. Okay. Okay. Next in, person. In the inter yeah, sorry. Go ahead, Chetan. So in the so interview, if there's an interview, they might ask, like, do you work for the same company that filed for it? Of course. Right. In so, the interview, I would definitely recommend that you take a lawyer because we can mm -hmm. make an argument saying that even though you are not working for company A, you are you still have the job offer from company A. They never withdraw the I-140. So okay. the USCI should not assume that, that the offer has been withdrawn and that you're still entitled for the green card. I would only make this argument if the officer is smart. If the officer mm -hmm. is not smart, I will let the interview continue as it is. Next person, okay. please. Chandana? Uh, yes. Hi, Rahul. I have one doubt. Like, um, uh, on May 31st, I left my previous employer. So I have given like two weeks of notice to them. And after that only, I quit the job and I joined a new job. Currently, I'm on H1B. So yesterday was my pay date and uh, they didn't uh, give like credit my salary and also I checked my ADP. Uh, the payroll was not uh, run. So what is the further case I can do? Because I tried reaching them, but uh, they were not responding. Um, there is something called a WH4, okay? WH4. Uh, mm -hmm. You have to file that and the address and everything is there, okay? okay. And, you, but I don't want you to file the WH4 though. The reason is that when you file this WH4, the company may close completely though because the labor department will go after them though. Then you won't get your money, okay? I would threaten them, hey, you give my money 
to the last penny. Otherwise, here is a form I'm going to send to the labor department. Believe me, <laughs> when we get, the, even if the company pays the salary also, they get so pretended with that thing. And I send you the link of it, okay? Okay. Actually, what happened, like, uh, when I'm giving the notice, they said, like, um, uh, you can't give it because uh, we, even though if you give the notice and if you resign, we, we are going to file the enforcement because uh, you have signed, like, we need, you need to pay 20K. I said, like, I didn't even sign anything, but I signed while joining, but uh, it's almost voided because it's uh, more than a year. I'm not going to do, but uh, I have a right to quit the job and I'm giving the notice and everything. So I told them. And still, <laughs> I don't want to pr make pressure because all the uh, employees who left, they're not at all bothering and they're just leaving and going. But I'm concerning about my payroll because I'm on H1V. I should not uh, be on... Uh, Ma'am, if you file the WH4 form, if you get a query on your H1B when you transfer also, it's easy for them, for the USCIS. Look, my company didn't pay the salary. I'm not at fault. It is their fault they didn't fault. I even complained to the labor department. That'll be a good weapon for you, okay? Okay, okay, thank you. Yeah. Uh, I'll take the last caller, guys, and I have some time to answer the chat. So if you have any questions, please put in the chat. I will try to answer those questions. Ravi? And the chat should be given to everybody, not just to, uh, to Rahul, whom you're seeing in the, whom you're listening, guys, okay? Because I won't respond to that. I have, there are different Rahuls that are there. Ravi, go ahead. Ravi? Rick? Hi, Rahul. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Yeah. So my wife uh, um, got stamping for H4. Um, so her uh, previous H4 EAD was... Uh, expiring next month so currently she has h4 to 2024 so mm -hmm. um, i need to file uh, um, h4 ead really? um, of course before uh, so the ead are, expires before the ead yeah, expires before. so uh, my uh, eb2 uh, I, I did a, um, what do you call a chain uh, i converted eb2 to eb3 now after eb3 mm -hmm. uh, I moved to another company. My uh, previous employer withdraw I want EB EB three, so I cannot use EB three I one forty. Why? Because um, that has been withdrawn, uh, so I have to use EB EB two. Uh, right. What is your uh, priority? What is your priority date? Um, my priority date is in April twenty fourteen. You filed the four eight five right now. 485 is, is on uh, EB3. Okay, I'm getting confused now. First, you're speaking about your wife's EAD. What's the question on your wife's H4 EAD? You have to so, file the um, H4 EAD extension before the EAD expires, and she's entitled for the 530 days. You know that rule is right? Right. So do I need to use EB3, uh, I-140, or do, do I need to use you can use any I-140. You can use both I-140s. That's fine. 
okay automatic for automatic revalidation uh, does it need to be additional documents or anything is where is the automatic revalidation well? coming to automatic she you said your wife i94 expiring in 2024 and 25 right right uh, she just came to us uh, uh, yesterday so, so where is the, the, where is the rule of uh, did she flew into uh, canada or mexico and came back or she went to india to come back she she went to india got the stamping done and so that's yeah. so that's not automatic revalidation so why why are you getting confused with that word automatic revalidation so you mean to say automatic ead extension you're speaking about is right right uh, so if i apply i mean uh, can she work uh, to yeah if she applies for the <laughs> no if she applies for the h4 ead extension she can work up to 530 days or the i94 okay. whichever expires lesser than that she can work okay okay I'll okay well, do h if uh, the hrd mask her uh, the um, document verification uh, for i9 you which, can print which out, is you can valid. print out the uscis online thing with a receipt notice mm-hmm. that will be enough for the i9 verification you can and mute him last question like uh, regarding uh, um, she her passport has been changed so that won't be issue right that won't be an issue that won't be an okay, issue perfect. you can mute him kadri is uh, ajit is it uh, these are questions i'm reading it from the uh, message that i got guys uh, in the chat is it okay to support the country back in for i94 after h4 and after filing h4 plus ead uh ajit if it is an extension of h4 and ead that's not a problem but ajit if it is a change of status to h4 then it will be considered to have been automatically it is been considered to be automatically uh denied if she leaves the country though but if it's an extension it's not a problem Sayed we do not recommend people coming on a B1 B2 though especially we have a lot of issues with Chicago airport when people came in B1 B2 and they are married and their purpose is to stay here in United States though i would recommend to wait until you get the stamping manish i am with company a on h1b i140 full past energy joining company b now i got a better offer with company c and i want to join finally can i switch after one month of joining company b after proper resignation serving notice period to company c can company b take legal action uh, or does it have any impact on my gc uh, you can as far as the immigration is com- concerned manish so you don't have any problem moving to company c uh because you work one month with company b no that's not a problem in any immigration sense you can think about have you received approvals on eb2 i485 refiled in march and april of 2022 uh give me one second uh we uh, we posted uh, we posted uh, uh we posted some uh we we posted an immigration girl shiva i don't have it right in front of me actually i'm traveling i don't have the things 
Um, so uh, you can you you can check that on Tuesday next to Tuesday. Uh, you can check that on immigrationgirl.com. Though we post it every week. Uh, we have filed H4, uh, H4, H1, H4. Uh, this is for Vamsi Nerala. Uh, we filed H1, H4, and EAD together in March. I got my H1B approval and pre processing in April. Went to India, came back last week. We sent new I-94 to USA. Is she eligible to file 544 auto extension? Uh, first, um, is her H4 approved? I don't know. If the H4, when is her I-94? Uh, when is I-94 expiring? I don't know. Is that an EAD extension or is it just an EAD Vamshi? I don't know the answer though. Uh, is the, if the H4, I-94 is not extended though, she is not eligible for uh, that 530 or 540 days. I keep forgetting 530 or 40. Her H4 has to be approved. Uh, has I-94 has to be extended. Yeah, Syed, we already discussed, you may want to look into the slots for Mexican visa. Instead of Laredo, you did the wrong thing. You should look into Mexican visa slots. That will be much better. I'm joining my old employer and yes, filled out my I-485 and H-1B. Nice. We have received the receive. My current employer will revoke my H-1B and H-4 as soon as I leave them. Will it have any impact on I-485 and my family status? No. No. Uh, no. Your new company already filed a change of status. That's perfectly okay if they withdraw it. Uh, uh, Subbu Malu, I've filed both EB3 and EB2, but EB3 EAD is approved. If I use advanced parole to enter into the will it impact my EB2? No, it will not impact the EB2 green card process, uh, Mr. Subbu. When I'm outside the country, will my green card be approved? If yes, uh, can I, oh, I'm getting too many messages here. Guys, don't leave multiple messages, guys. When I'm outside the country, will my GC be approved? If yes, can I use it if my wife and FedEx to India? Yes, that can be done. But also, you can even come back on advanced parole also, Subbu. They will allow you to come back on advanced parole even after your green card is approved. Yeah, you can still use EV H1B after coming back on advanced parole. You can still use it, Mr. Pallu. My wife filed H1B from two employers. She's working for both of them on H4 EAD, okay. And one got picked from one employer. Now, do you see an issue with while going for H1B stamping? No, no. That is okay to, if a person is working for two companies though, and they are filing H1B because they're genuine companies though, they are fine. It's only when your wife is working for one company and 10 companies file, for the green card, that is my problem. I have applied EB2, I-140 imprint processing, and if EB rejects it for some reason, will they send back the same bank checks? Yes, they will send them back the bank checks, yeah. Uh, do they process my bank checks initially and send, uh, no, they will not process the checks though, they'll send back. But Shikhar, one thing though, we're not getting any premium processing rejections anymore now. That used to happen very frequently before, but we are not getting any rejections whatsoever at all. 
Let's see, go to the first questions. Tarun got GC yesterday, but country of origin is incorrect. Damn, USA instead of India. That is stupid. <laughs> Why do you need a green card if you're from USA? What is the best next step to get it fixed? Um, well, you can keep as it is. You can file something called I-90 and get it fixed. And while that is getting fixed, though, uh, you can make an info pass appointment. They will stamp your passport. And you can uh, 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 actually uh, you can actually you can actually you can use that as a green card. If they, they will stamp a thing in the passport. You can use that. Uh, I promised somebody WH4, I actually sent to the wrong person. So I didn't send to everybody. Uh, that is for where the lady was complaining she didn't get her last salary. Please, um, if you're still there, please use that. Uh, we are noticing a lot of green cards with a lot of errors because these officers are in a very rushed approve. But I'll take with the error, guys. Uh, that's fine with me. I have applied for it fine March 4th based on EB1A, I-140 and fingerprints were taken. I lost the job. USCS revoked my H-1B. Will it impact my application? Srinivas, you're an EB1A though. So it's in, it, I'm expecting that it's completely independent though. So you definitely should contact a lawyer though, but uh, if you can find another job, you're fine. Now. Uh, for the national interest waiver and for EB1A though, you don't need to have the same job for the next six months, unlike others though. For EB1B, it's a different issue. For EB1C, it's a different issue. EB2, it's a different issue, but EB3 is, but when it comes to EB1A, national interest waiver, you are your own boss. Uh, my forage was pending for more than four months. Uh, 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 I-140 is approved for for two months. Oh, I-140 has been pending for two. I-140 is approved for two uh, For Can I change my employer after two or four months? You can change in two months from now. We don't count when the I-140 is approved. As long as I-140 is approved, you're good. Even if it's approved in one day, you're fine. But the four advice must be pending for more than six months. So in your case, you can change within six months after filing the 485 since your I-140 is approved. Thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be on Monday at 3.30. Sorry, we couldn't answer all the questions. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.